0: Welcome to the Having It All podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's going on, my awesome friend? Welcome back to the podcast. I am Matthew Bivens, your Balanced Lifestyle Coach and Transformation Specialist, And I am super thrilled that you're here hanging out with me as we keep it rolling with another conversation about having it all. This is the podcast where you will learn how to have it all, how to live an abundant loving life and truly incorporate the principles of having it all into your life. And remember, keep in mind, having it all has nothing to do with what you actually have, what you actually own or possess. That's not what it's about. It's about who you're being. It's about your internal state. It's about how you're showing up in life. That's what having it all is truly about. And that's what you learn here, right? It's about an abundant, loving life. That's what ALL stands for in having it all. And I am so passionate about bringing these ideas, these principles, these techniques, these habits, all of these different things to you so that you can go on and create your own abundant, loving life. So if you have a moment, when you have a moment, if you could hit subscribe on the podcast app that you're listening to right now, that would be tremendous. I would very, very much appreciate that. And if you feel inspired, if you want to leave a rating and review, you can do that as well. And that would also be awesome. It really does help the show get discovered by new people. So if you have a moment, please do that. And if you want to reach out to me personally, and connect with me for whatever reason, you can hit me up on my email. It's MatthewBivens.com, Matthew or you can go to Instagram. I'm at Matthew underscore Bivins. Both are tremendous ways to get in touch with me and I would love to hear from you. We got a really cool episode today because I'm talking about doing what you love. Like, are you doing what you love in your life? And are you incorporating your passions into your life? These are big questions. These are the types of things that, you know, people are always seeking and, and, and playing for, like living a life with passions, where they're incorporating their passions. And I'm gonna be sharing with you a process, a step-by-step process that you can go through to help connect with and incorporate your passions into your life. And everything that I'm sharing with you today comes straight from my course, the Having It All Blueprint, and in that course, I literally walk you through the steps of how to create your abundant loving life, how to have it all. And one of those steps is passions, connecting with your passions and incorporating them into your life. So I'm just pulling from that course and sharing it, it with you here. And this, really, this is really cool because I'm also going to be teaching you that it, it's not about turning your passions into a job or into your career. Some people do that, and that's great. You know, if a person wants to do that, go forth and do it. But really what it's about is incorporating those things that bring you joy, that bring you happiness, that excite you, incorporating them into your life in whatever way that you want, whether that's creating a job from it, whether that's bringing it into your current job, or whether it's just doing it because you simply want to do it and you have no desire to make money from it. So... That's important to keep in mind because a lot of times when we're thinking about passions and, and living a life with passions, we think that we have to turn it into our job and we really don't. So I'm going to be talking to you about that today as well and I'm going to be sharing with you ways to just incorporate those things so that you can have it all. Before we jump into magic and listener love and the episode, all that great stuff, I want to give a shout out to somebody that's near and dear to me my brother-in-law, Dave Jankowski, because he just launched a podcast not too long ago called Running With Dave, and it is tremendous. He is a former professional runner, and he's run all over the world. And so what he has done is he's taken all of his expertise, his knowledge, and he's put them into this podcast. It's called Running With Dave. And what I think is really cool about it is it's part interviews. He interviews elite athletes and coaches and trainers and just really interesting folks in the running community. So it's part interviews, and then it's part like motivation and resources to help people achieve their running and their racing goals. And I've been listening since he launched, and he's just got so much knowledge to share. And for me personally, I use the, the podcast as a resource to help me with my running. Go check it out. If you're into running... Go check it out. It's Running With Dave. It's on all the major podcast platforms. And you can let them know that Matthew sent you. (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about some magic. Let's talk about magic. Because we are all some powerful creators. Yes. Yes, you are. And if you've never heard it before, if you've never heard someone say that to you before, then let this be the first time. You are a powerful creator. You are creating Your life, you are creating the different things that you experience in your life and you have the ability to influence them. And so in this segment of our conversation, I want you to acknowledge how powerful of a creator that you are, or just acknowledge that you're a creator, that you are actually influencing the things that you have a say in what goes on in your life. And so I'm going to share with you a couple pieces of magic. These are moments when I've influenced myself, others, or life in an empowering way. And after I share with you my magic, I invite you to hit pause on on the podcast and then reflect on some magic for yourself so that you never forget how powerful you are and you never forget that you really are in the driver's seat of your life. So my magic has to do with receiving free things, free, F-R-E-E. I have been the recipient, Sarah and I actually have been the recipient of free stuff, and it's, it's beautiful, and I really want to acknowledge just being in that stream of abundance so that the free things are showing up. So, one of the things that we received recently is clothing for Maya. We've got friends who have girls that are older than Maya, and they just give us their, their, their children's old clothes and it's amazing it's amazing like literally we'll have bags of clothes that our friends will give to us and in this case recently one of our friends gave Maya this beautiful little sequin dress that now is her absolute favorite piece of clothing and that that's magic right there you know like receiving those clothes and it's also magic seeing how happy and excited Maya gets to receive those so that's my first piece second piece of or second thing that we received for free is movies one of my really, really close friends, she knows that I'm a big Halloween fan. I'm a big horror movie fan. And so she hooked me up with all these free movies that she has that she wanted to share with me. So that is so awesome, just to receive the abundance in that form. And I'm gonna be enjoying watching some of these movies in the in the coming days and weeks as we get closer to Halloween. Another thing that we received for free is over this past weekend, we received some meals for free. We went out to eat two times over the weekend and both of our meals were covered by friends and family. And that's awesome, that's awesome. Like I've mentioned it before on the show that one of my love languages is receiving gifts, particularly gifts of food. And so those were huge deposits to me when our food bill was covered. And that right there again is abundance right? Money doesn't always come in the form of cash. A lot of times it comes in the form of people giving you things. So we received some free meals. And the last thing that I want to share for Magic receiving for free was a fix on my tire. So I got up one morning, went out to the car about to drive and I realized, oh man, my brand new tire I just purchased, brand new tire was flat, totally flat. So I ended up getting the car, you know, somebody came out, helped take a look at it, and realized, no, this is, you got to take it to a garage. So I actually took it to the garage, dropped it off and they fixed it. And when I called him back and said, Hey, I'm, you know, can I pick up the tire and how much does it cost? He's like, no, don't worry about it. We got you for free. It was so cool. Like that again, that's an abundance. And I went and picked up the tire about two hours ago. So getting a free fix on a flat tire, absolutely abundant abundance. And that's my magic. That's my magic. So I'm going to keep my antenna tuned for more free stuff, because that is absolutely something that you know. I've I've been attuned to that abundance frequency, and you know, to acknowledge those things as they as they appear and show up is one hundred percent magic, right? Because a big part of having it all, and a big part of believing that you know your life is abundant and there's love all around you and things are flowing, it's just looking for it. Sometimes it's that easy. It's just simply looking for it, right? Because you're going to believe the things that you see. So I believe I'm abundant and I look around and I see evidence of abundance everywhere. If you believe that you're the recipient of bad luck and you look around and that's all you see, then of course you're going to believe that. It makes a lot of sense. So I offer that to you as well, right? Look around and see where is all the abundance showing up in your life? Because you might think that it, you know, you might be tuned to, to 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 see it in form of money, like cash, money in the bank. But that's not the only way that abundance shows up. It really isn't. So maybe that's the magic that you want to take a moment and reflect on. And now is your time to do so. So hit pause and then just think about like what, what magic have you created? How have you influenced self, others, or life recently? Because I guarantee you, the more magic that you acknowledge in your life, the more that you're gonna see that things are just flowing and things happen in your favor. And, you know, your life really is tremendous. It really is. And it's, it's a lot of times comes down to the things like the habits that we have around what we're thinking of, what we're looking for. So take that opportunity now and reflect on a little bit of magic. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now I want to talk about some listener love because I got to give you all love for tuning into the show. Such an amazing thing. Such a huge, again, another deposit into my my, my tank is you listening it's so awesome so today i want to give a shout out to somebody who left a review recently on apple podcasts so this reviewer the name is marjorie m3 and marjorie wrote motivating inspiring and real i suggest this podcast if you are looking to become a better version of yourself marjorie m3 i appreciate you so much Thank you for listening to the podcast in the first place. That is awesome. That's something that I really just want to acknowledge and, and say thank you for. And second, thank you for taking the time out of your day, out of your life, to go on over to Apple Podcasts and leaving that review. I know that it took a little bit of time to do that, and I truly, truly appreciate it. And just know that it has impact. Like When people are trying to scope out new podcasts to listen to, a lot of times they go and look at the reviews and they say, okay, what are people saying about this? So somebody very well might be listening right now for the first time because they read your review on Apple Podcasts. So thank you so much Marjorie M3. I really really appreciate you. If you want to be like Marjorie M3 and drop me a review on Apple Podcasts, you are more than welcome to do so and I might just read it on the uh, on the show as well. And again, you can go to Apple Podcasts and do that. You can also leave reviews and a lot of the different podcast apps these days. And there's so many now, like when I got into podcasting five or so years ago, there were not this many podcast apps. It was just like two places you could go, but now there's so many I've lost count. So whatever your app is, if, if you leave a review and actually if you, I, I here I'll just let you know this. I check the Apple podcast reviews. That's where I go to look for reviews to then read on the show. If you use another app and you leave a review, take a screenshot of it and then sh- send, it, send it to me in an email and I'll happily, happily read it. But since there's so many different podcast apps now and I'm not on all of them, I, I might miss reading your review. So if you're not leaving reviews on Apple Podcasts, if you're leaving them somewhere else and you still want me to see them and read them, then please, please screenshot it and send me an email, Matthew MatthewBibbins.com, and I will happily acknowledge you and read your review on the show. Okay. Are you ready to talk about doing what you love, living a life with passion, all that great stuff that really is a huge part of having it all because I'm ready to do so. This episode is actually inspired by an episode of one of my friend's podcasts, my friends Bill and Nancy Jameson. They have a show called Sex, Money, and Real Estate. And what's really cool about them is they are a, a... entrepreneur couple. They run a real estate business here in Atlanta and they crush it. They're just one of the top realtors here in Atlanta. And they've been doing this for so long together, running this business together. And you know, one of the things that you end up discovering when you work with your significant other is stuff can get real complicated and complex and interwoven real fast. So what Bill and Nancy Jameson have done is they have this podcast again Sex, Money, and Real Estate, where they just talk about all the stuff. They talk about sex, talk about money, talk about business and real estate. And they kind of put it all out on the table. And I appreciate them for their transparency and their vulnerability. And like when they're going through stuff as a couple, they put it out there on the podcast because that's real life. It's real life that when you are in a relationship, you go through stuff. It's not all peachy, right? There are breakdowns. And so Bill and Nancy are super cool because they show you how you can turn breakdowns into breakthroughs. So go check them out, Sex, Money, and Real Estate. And they have an episode that published recently, this week, I believe, called Are You Doing What You Love? And I love the title of it. And so I was so curious. I'm like, what you know, what is what are they talking about? So I listened to their podcast and it's a lot about passions and incorporating those passions into your life, into your business. And I've really really liked what they really talked about so that inspired me to talk about a similar topic here today this whole conversation today is about connecting with those things that you're passionate about connecting with them and and understanding them like that's one of the first parts you got to understand what it is that you're passionate about and then once you once you have an idea what those things are it's about incorporating them into your life so that you can live your life with more passion. You can live your life doing more of the things that you love. And this really, really is part of that having it all methodology, like I said at the top of the episode. You know, when, when you you know that you have it all, when your life is full of what you love, it's simple. <laughs> when your life is full of the things that you really love and you're living with joy and you're living with happiness, yeah. You have it all. And so we have to get clear as to what it is that we love and then not only get clear on it, but be proactive in incorporating those things into our life and building them into our daily lives. Otherwise, you can actually become quite frustrated. If there's something that you really love to do, but you aren't making any time to do it and you know that, you can get real frustrated with life. And you can start seeing the glass as half empty because that part of you that that is yearning to be fulfilled by this passion or this hobby or just this thing that you enjoy, it's, it's not being met. It's really easy to start feeling jaded and to start looking at life through a certain type of lens. And so I also want to say it again because I said at the top of the episode, I'll say it again that this is not about turning your passion into what you do for a living like some people do that and it's awesome and quite frankly i'm an example of that i've done that i really love helping people i really love transformation work i've loved it on myself first and foremost and then i love bringing these ideas to other people and i also love podcasting so i just mushed all that stuff together and that's what i do full time which i don't know if maybe you didn't know that but yes, I'm a full-time transformation coach. I'm a full-time podcaster. And it was years ago that I let go of my marketing agency that I owned and operated for a while and my business consulting practice that I did for a while as well. So I let those things go so I could be full-time into the podcast, into transformation coaching, and all that great stuff. So yes, some people do turn their passions into their job. But That's not a requirement. Like doing what you love and living with passion does not mean you have to totally change everything, quit your job, start something brand new. No, you don't have to do that, right? You can incorporate, as I've said, I think I've used that word like five times already. You can incorporate those things that you love and that you're passionate about into work that you're already doing. You can incorporate it into work you're already doing. You can... Just do it as something that you enjoy without having any money attached to it. And so I'm going to give you examples of all of that once we go through. But I thought it was important to to say that again because I don't want anybody to think that this episode is not for them simply because they're in a job but they're unwilling to leave. Because I get that. Like, If I was in a career that I generally liked, or maybe I didn't like it but I was just scared to leave, if I thought that this conversation was going to be about, hey, you need to quit your job. The only way you're going to be happy is if you quit your job and turn your passion into your full time. Like it, I wouldn't want to listen to that. So it is important that you know that, no, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. You can stay at whatever job you want to stay at. Even if it's a job you don't like, I'm going to show you how you can create more joy in that position. All right. So this, this, is, this conversation really is for everybody. So here's how I recommend that you listen to this today. I recommend you listen to this episode all the way through one time first. Just listen to it through. Then if you are truly interested in living with more passion and doing more of what you love, go through the episode a second time, but this time take notes have a pen next to you, pen and paper, or a computer, a Word doc open, whatever you use to take notes. And as I share these steps, and as I share the questions within each step, write them down. Write them down. And then once you've gone through and written everything down, go back and actually answer them. Because this isn't going to do you a whole lot of good if you don't answer the questions and think about the things I'm going to present you it might be fun to listen to for 30 minutes, but if you don't actually do this work and then do the the next steps that are required in order for you to live with more passion and live with what you love, it's not gonna make much of a difference. It's just gonna be entertainment. And I think entertaining you is cool, but that's, that's not, I'm not here to do that today. I'm not here to entertain you. I want you to be able to walk away from this and apply these things so that if I were to bump into you in a month, and I you, hey, are you living with more passion? You could say, yes, absolutely I am because I've applied the things that you shared. So listen to this episode all the way through one time, then go back a second time with your notepad, with your Word doc open, take some notes and do the things that I'm sharing with you. That's how you're gonna see the shift in your life. Okay, so we've got a few different steps and within these steps, I have some different questions for you. So I got about four different steps And then within each step, I got a bunch of questions. So step number one, there are some questions that you're gonna ask yourself. Now, my recommendation is when you ask yourself these questions, do so when you have some time to really think about them, some quiet time, some time to to, to be introspective, just some time to yourself. So once you create that time, then ask yourself, what is something that you love doing as a child? Simple, what are things that you love to do as a kid that you stopped doing, right? Because as a kid, we do things because we enjoy them. We do things because we're passionate about them, because we love doing them. If we didn't love doing them as a kid, we don't do them. I see it in Maya all the time. She loves to sing, she loves to dance, she loves to do artwork, and that's what she does. When given any free time, that's what she'll do. So what did you love doing as a kid? Write that down. Next question to ask yourself is what activities that you engage in right now do you find that time collapses? And by time collapses, what I mean is you can be engaged in this activity and then all of a sudden you look up and an hour has gone by and you're like, oh my gosh, it's been an hour already? This is also known as a flow state. When you get into that state that you're just so engrossed in what you're doing that you forget about time. You forget about eating. You forget about going to the bathroom. You're just so focused on what you're doing. You're so sucked into what you're doing and really enjoying it that you look up and all of a sudden, hours have gone by, right? So right now, what activities do that for you? And it might be all different types of activities. You know, it might be something creative, like, you know, like I said with Maya, with artwork or music or dancing or something like that. It might be something totally different. Maybe it's reading books. Maybe it's making love. Maybe it's cooking. Whatever it is, figure out right now what activities that when you engage in them, it just time collapses. The next question to ask yourself is, what do you love doing so much that you would do it for free? What do you love doing so much that you would do for free? And that's a cool one to, to consider as well because it's not about doing it for free. It's just about the fact that you do it simply for the enjoyment of doing it. Because we get so caught up in only doing things that we get some sort of money or some some sort of monetary benefit from. I'll do this to make money or I'll do this to save money, Right? I'll go to work and you know punch in and punch out because it makes me money, or I'll mow my own lawn because it saves me money from hiring somebody to do it for me. so what are those things that have nothing to do with the money that you do and you do it for free simply because you enjoy it? You might be doing it right now, it might be something that you've been doing for a while, and you do have maybe the maybe you do have the option to make money from it. But you're like, no, I don't want to do that. That's going to change the experience for me. I just want to do it because I love doing it. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. Back in the day, I used to coach youth soccer. I loved it. I loved playing soccer when I was a kid. And it was so, so much fun for me to get back on the field. And it was actually the same fields that I grew up playing on. That was really cool. But to get back on the field, to be around the game again, and this time be on a different role. Instead of a player, I was a coach. It was awesome. I did it for free. I didn't have any kids I didn't even live in the city that I coached in. I drove a long way to that city to coach in it, but it was just something I wanted to do and I wanted to give back and I wanted to be around soccer again and I wanted to coach. So I did it for free and it was awesome. So what is that for you? What do you love to do so much that you do it for free? So those are the first three questions to ask yourself. What did you love doing as a child? What activities collapsed time? And what would you do for free? Once you've written out your answers for that, I want you to reflect on them and identify some patterns. Is there any sort of pattern that shows up across all three of your answers? And when you look at your answers, what is at the core of those things? Right, Because those answers help give you insight into what could be your passions. But there's something at the core of them so peel back the layers, peel back the layers and, and see what is really, really at the heart of what you love doing. So for me, for example, with, with the coaching youth soccer, what, what I love doing, what is at the heart of that is I love teaching and coaching. Like I love sharing things that I have learned, the experiences that I have, wisdom, insights, whatever. I love sharing them with other people help create that aha moment, that new level of understanding within them. I love that. I also really love things around health and fitness. And so those are at the core of why I enjoyed coaching soccer. I also love games, like games that are just fun, fun simply doing something simply for the enjoyment of it. So when I peel back the layers, like that's what's at the core and that's what you want to do for yourself look at your answers, peel back the layer, try, try to get to the essence of what is really, really, like what is your passion, like what are your passions all about? Because one of the things that I've found is that there might be a number of different ways for you to exercise your passions. Like it may not be just one thing. If you're passionate about helping other people, Maybe you're passionate about helping other people make money. There could be a lot of different ways that you want to express your passion to help people make money. Maybe you want to do a YouTube channel and teach people about what you've learned from investing. Or maybe you want to teach at a community college and you want to to teach a course on entrepreneurship. Like there's so many different ways you can do it and it really does help if you know what's at the core of that passion. So that's step number one. Ask yourself these questions, and then get down to the essence of what it is that you're passionate about. And in this step and for these questions, I really want you to use your intuition. Don't overthink it. I want you to feel it. And I want you to listen to that internal voice for your answers. And that's why it's so important for you to create some quiet time for you to be able to be introspective. And you want to create more than five minutes. You know, give yourself a nice amount of time, whatever you think you need, but a nice amount of time for you to let those answers come to you. All right, step number two. In this step, you want to identify how you want to go about applying your passion or your passions into your life. At this point, you might have identified a number of different things you're passionate about for very different reasons. And that's great. It's great to have multiple passions. You don't have to have just one. You can have a lot of them. And so now that you've got this list of things, you're like, okay, I'm pretty passionate about these things, but what do I do with them? Well, there's a couple of things you can do with them. There's several different things. And in this step, you wanna figure out how you wanna actually apply them. So one thing that you could do is you could actually create a business around this passion. You know, I've said it a couple of times that you don't have to, but you could. If you want to create a business or grow an existing business around a passion, great. Go for it. You know what I mean? Like Maybe you're passionate about mentorship, youth mentorship. And so going through this exercise, it gets really clear to you that what you want to do with this passion is create a community organization that helps kids who are struggling in rough neighborhoods, That might be exactly what you want to do. Awesome, go for it. But you might also want to just incorporate your current passions into your existing job. Yeah, you can do that. You can take things you're passionate about and put them into the job that you're doing right now. So there's a great example of this from Bill from the Sex Money Real Estate podcast. Remember, he and his wife, Nancy, are realtors, And so they've gone through this exercise of getting clear on their passions. And one of the things that Bill remembered he was so passionate about when he was young was skateboarding. He skateboarded a lot as a kid, but then as he got older and it didn't become this, you know, it wasn't practical to skateboard or whatever, he stopped doing it. So when he went through this exercise and realized, oh my gosh, I used to love skateboarding and I stopped doing it. He thought to himself, how can I incorporate skateboarding into my everyday life? And for him, a really easy place to do that was in his real estate business because part of what he and his wife do is they go around and they knock on doors in their neighborhood or in their target market neighborhood and they introduce themselves to the neighbors or they check in, but they do it face-to-face. It's called door knocking. And so what Bill decided to do is, you know, he said, you know what? I'm gonna take my skateboarding And instead of walking door to door, I'm gonna skateboard door to door. So every week they go door knocking and Bill grabs his skateboard and that's how he cruises around these neighborhoods. And I think that's so cool because he's incorporating something that he loves, which is skateboarding, into something he's already doing, which is his real estate business and door knocking. And that to me is super smart. And I think that there's, for, for so many people, there's ways for you to incorporate your passions and do more of what you love in your current job right it doesn't have to be that you quit what you're doing and start something brand new just incorporate it now you know bill could totally have incorporated skateboarding and just made it his his job right like he could have said you know what i'm going to i'm going to stop what i'm doing and i'm going to go out and try to be a professional skateboarder of course of course he could have done that And that would have been one way to incorporate his passions into his life. But he said, no, I'm just going to make it part of the job I'm already doing. And to me, that's super smart because I think everybody has opportunity to do that. So a third way that you could, you could, you know, apply your passions into your life is to just make those passions part of everyday life in general, having nothing to do with a job, nothing to do with your career. So here's an example. I... I'm very passionate about healthy living. I'm passionate about clean eating and I'm passionate about the environment. And so I have chosen to express those passions through gardening. And for the past several years, I've been growing a garden and expanding my garden and doing more things like composting and all sorts of different cool stuff. And that allows me to to just express those passions that I have. And I have zero intention of making money off of my garden. Zero. Right now, it is simply something I really enjoy to do. And it gives me joy just by participating in it. That's it. And so I've made it part of my everyday life. And I get fulfillment from that. And one of the cool byproducts is I also get healthy food. And I also am taking our food waste and I'm putting it back into the earth, right? So there's there's all these different benefits that I'm getting from it and it has nothing to do with my job. So again, step number two is about identifying how you wanna actually apply these passions into your life. And so you can create a business around them or you can incorporate them into your current job, your current business, or you can just make them part of your everyday life and figure out how to weave them into the life you're currently living. Those are all options for you. Okay, step number three. This step is all about taking these things to the next level because sometimes once you've identified those passions and once you've figured out how you wanna incorporate it into your life, sometimes it does require some additional things, right? And so I'll, I'll stop being vague because the first question you want to ask in step number three is who do I need to connect with to further this passion? Right? Because sometimes you might find that you're passionate about something, but with your own skills or what you know right now, it's only going to get you so far. And so it might be smart for you to connect with a mentor, right? Somebody who's further along than you somebody who can help you overcome some obstacles. And so that's a question to ask yourself, like, who do I need to connect with that can help me to further develop this passion or or further make it like a part of my, my life and just make it a part of what I do every day? There might be people out there who can actually help you to, to build your life around what you love. Another question to ask yourself to take it to the next level is, are there some skills that I need to learn and develop in order to to really enact this passion in my life? There might be particularly if you do want to create a business out of your passion or you do want to do anything that involves you know money with it there might be some skills that you need to learn right like for me I, I spend so much time on YouTube learning skills around gardening because I just didn't have any skills when I started. I didn't know what the heck to do. So I needed to figure it out. I actually also reached out to a mentor, a friend of mine who has an urban garden. He's a farmer. That's what he does. And he lives in the city of Atlanta. So he farms and produces a lot of food on a small, small plot of land. So I reached out to him early on as well, and he came out and gave me some pointers. So what skills do you need to learn? Figuring out what skills you might need to learn are gonna, is gonna help you To not only get deeper into the passion, but really make it part of what you do in your life, like make it part of your everyday. Here's another one that uh, this was great. I got these questions from Bill and Nancy's podcast, and these are fantastic. These last two are What do I need to release to further this passion or this business? And that is a great question because you might find when you do these exercises that. Part of the reason why you are not incorporating it is because you are attached to certain things and those certain things might be keeping you from really feeling that passion or that doing that thing that you love in your life. It could be something like TV. You say you're passionate about music, but then you're watching three hours of Netflix every night. You might need to let go of some of the TV so that you can then apply that time towards your passion. Or maybe... It is your job or it is your workplace. And in order for you to turn that passion into a business, you got to let go of that workplace, right? You, it, it, It's important to figure out what you need to release. Sometimes it's beliefs, a belief that you can't do it, a belief that you're too old. Oh, I'm too old to start this business out of my passion, too old, or I'm too inexperienced. I don't know what I'm doing or I don't have enough money or I don't have enough this or that. A lot of times, the thing that you need to release are your limiting beliefs. Because once you let go of those limiting beliefs, you open up possibility. But right now, you might be shutting down all forms of possibility because of your thinking. And the last goal for this, excuse me, the last question for this step is, what is blocking you from accomplishing that goal or from realizing that passion or for incorporating it into your life? Like, what is blocking you And again, it goes back to the question above because the thing that's blocking you might be the thing you need to release. Maybe it's doubt, maybe it's fear. Who knows? Whatever it is for you, being able to identify what those blockages are and what those attachments are that are keeping you from really incorporating that passion into your life, they're gonna be critical in order for you to actually start living life with more passion. Step number four, this is another great step that is gonna give you just a real, like a reality check. That's what it's gonna do. So in step number four, you're going to look at what you enjoy doing, all right, the things that you enjoy doing, what you wrote down in step one, versus what you are actually doing. So for this one, it's all about how are you spending your time? How are you spending your time? Who are you spending your time with? How much time are you spe- are you currently spending on the things that you say are most important to you versus the things that are just, you know, urgent needs of everyday life, right? The maintenance of your household or of your job or whatever. Because here's what happens. A lot of people say that something is important But then if you were to look at their calendar and look at where they spend time, they actually allocate a very, very, very small amount of time to it. That is going to create some frustration within you. If you say family is important, but you only carve out 30 minutes for family every week, guaranteed that's going to create some stuff within you. Probably some stuff within your family as well. And so in this step, step number four, it's time to get real as to what you're actually doing. Not what you say you want to do, but what you're actually doing. So the way to do that is to make a list of those things that you say are priorities for you. Write down what those priorities are. And then, write down how much time you're actually spending in those priorities. You might need to track it for a day or track it for a week to figure out exactly how much time or perhaps you can just consult your calendar. You may, maybe you have a lot of things in your calendar right now. Like for me, for example, my calendar is, is what guides my day. So I can look and see pretty much how much time I'm spending in work versus family versus health. You know, all that stuff is right there on my calendar. Or maybe you just know because you work a, a nine to five and it's pretty standard. Like you leave the house at eight, you get home at six. You know that before the hour, before 8 a.m., that's family time. After 6 p.m., it's family time, and you can just do the math right there. Whatever it is, make your list of priorities and then identify how much time you spend in them. And then identify how much time do you want to be spending or how much time is required for you to really be fulfilled with those things. You might find on your list that there's currently zero time spent in your passions. Guess what? It's going to be hard for you to really feel like you're doing what you love if right now you aren't spending any time doing what you love. And so this really, really simple exercise of writing down those things and figuring out how much time, it can help illuminate something pretty obvious. Because by now, you've gone through step number one. You've already identified what's most important to you, right? And you can, again, write down those priorities, those things that are important to you. So you already know what it is. And it's gonna be very, very clear as to why you might be feeling a little frustrated in this area if you see that there's little to no time spent actually doing the things that you love. So once you've done that, revisit your priorities, revisit the standards that you've set for yourself and your life. Because if you set a certain standard of how you wanna live and you know the, the things that you wanna be spending your time doing, and you aren't living into that standard, yeah, it's going to be frustrating. And you're going to continue to have the results you're having right now. So it's important to look at those priorities, look at the standards that you have for yourself, see which ones work for you, which ones don't serve you, and set some new powerful standards around, you know what, I'm going to start incorporating my passions into my life. I'm going to start doing more of what I love. And making that agreement to yourself, You know, listen, it doesn't take a lot of time. Like, you can just dedicate a short amount of time each day to doing the things that you're passionate about. And I guarantee you, just a short amount of time, five minutes, 10 minutes, and you start doing that consistently, you're gonna see your life improve across all areas. You're gonna feel the difference that it makes to just be spending a little bit of time doing the things that really bring you joy and really bring you happiness. It's a major, major tank deposit when you prioritize what's most important to you. And that little bit of time, that little tank deposit that you do consistently, maybe it's daily, maybe it's every other day, maybe it's weekly, but whatever it is for you, you do that consistently, you're gonna see an uplift, an uplifting effect across all different areas of your life. Guaranteed. It's happened to me because for years, I was not doing what I was passionate about. I didn't even know what I was passionate about. That was the thing. And it wasn't until I did two things. First, I asked myself questions, just like we're, we're doing today. I asked myself the questions and I got clear as to what was important to me, what I love to do, what I was passionate about. I figured out how I can incorporate it in my life. So I, I got the knowledge and the insight. And then the second part of what I did is I cultivated the practice. I started actually applying these things. And little by little, I carved out time for myself to do the things that I really enjoyed. That's what you got to do. You have to ask the questions, have the insights, come up with the information, and then you have to cultivate the practice. And if you don't cultivate the practice, you're not going to feel fulfilled. It's, it's simple. You aren't going to feel like you are doing what you love. You're not going to feel like you are really living a life with passion if the things that you write down just stay there on the piece of paper and it never makes it into your life. And so if you really, really want to live with more passion and do what you love, then here's what you need to do. Take the answers from today, from, this, from what you listen and put it on your schedule actually put it on your schedule then create some accountability around it right because this is going to be developing new habits for you and when you're building new habits you got to have some accountability outside of yourself so work with a coach that can help create accountability or go and and find an accountability partner it could be a loved one it could be a friend it could be a peer, another fellow colleague, whatever it is, somebody that can help hold you accountable to actually spending the five minutes a day, the 10 minutes a day doing the thing that you love. And then finally, you have to be prepared to do what it takes. It's simple. You've got to do what it takes if you really want to live that life with passion. So doing what it takes again might be, hey, you know what? I'm not going to do as much TV time. I'm not going to spend as much time with this friend group. I'm I'm going to spend more time doing this. I might wake up a little bit early to incorporate this in my life. Whatever it is for you, you've got to be able to do what it takes. You have to be willing to do what it takes. So, I'm super excited for you because I believe that you can absolutely live a life of passion. You can absolutely do what you love. You can absolutely be experiencing more joy, more happiness more excitement in your life. It's not something that's reserved for a select few number of people. It's not something that you have to totally uproot what you're doing and move to Bali and quit your job and become a digital entrepreneur, any of that stuff. No. It simply has to do with getting clear as to what's important to you, clear as to what makes you happy, and then doing it, and then doing it. So, In this podcast, I've outlined everything for you. This is what I did. This is what so many other people have done. This is what Bill and Nancy Jameson did to live a life according to what they really love, to live a life with more passion, to do what you love in life. So I'm excited for you. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have questions about this, if you want further coaching on this, or if you want to purchase the Having It All Blueprint course, that goes into more detail on this and gives you the other steps to having it all, let me know. You can go find out more information on my website, matthewbivens.com, or you can shoot me an email. I'm Matthew at, or my email is matthewmatthewbivens.com, and you can reach out to me because I really, really want you to have it all. I really want you to feel like you live a life that you really love and that you live a life that you're passionate about. That's what I'm passionate about. All right. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Love you. My name is Matthew Bivens and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the having it all podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higley. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, Check out Datages. That's D A D A G E S. Wherever you listen to your podcasts.